Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red Tell Me More button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Reality expert Troy Spry joined us and shared a great story of why it's a good idea to follow your gut instead of following your pride. Well, Troy, thank you so much for an amazing interview. And I want to ask you if you would just answer a couple more quick questions, because what I want to do here, and this is our, you know, on our Follow Your Yes show, is really focus on the importance of following that internal guidance, that, that gut feeling that we all have, especially in partnerships. And I'd love it if you would start by sharing with us a time when you did not follow that yes. Maybe in that moment, you didn't really realize you had one. But then you look back and you're going, that was so clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do, and I still didn't do it. Tell Mm -hmm. us about that time. Man, uh, it's a a funny story, but it's, it's a serious story in that I can remember a few years ago, we were on vacation. My wife and I were on vacation with a couple other couples. And we were. It was late. It was. It was in New Orleans, and we were. It was this concert where there was multiple people at the concert. I was getting tired, right? And I was ready to go back to the room. But she really wanted to see this other act that was up at like almost midnight, right? And my gut told me. My, my gut said, you know what? 
just go with the flow. You know, let her have her moment. But my pride said, I'm not going to let her tell me what to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> my pride said, you know, if I want to go back to the room and go to sleep, that's what I'm going to do. And ultimately, it ended up in this big argument between us. And what I realized at the, at the core of the argument wasn't that well, it was not even about the concert. It was just about the ability for me to not always have my way with something. Right. It was the sacrifice I would make to you know, be a little sleepy, a little tired just for her. Right. And the versus the sacrifice she makes for me all the time. So the argument ended up blowing up. She ended up crying in front of everybody and. You know, it was this big kind of little fallout over something so simple. But I realized that was just a symptom, right, of the disease. That's all it was. But my gut had told me just to let her have it. But my pride wouldn't let me do it. It was like, no, I'm the man. You know, you got to follow me kind of deal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it didn't work out that way. And ever since then, I, I try my best. I don't do it all the time. But I try to think, think not as impulsively, right, because the impulse from me wanted to just, you know, poke my chest out and say, no, I'm ready to go. Let's go now. Right. But the, the, the serving part of me now says, you know what, if my wife wants to have a, a good time a little bit later, then I'll sacrifice for that. So that's one of the times where I probably should just follow my gut. Instead, I, I follow my pride. Yeah, that that's a great example. And, you know, it's funny because I, I couldn't help but think in my head as you were sharing that story, that's such a great example of how the things we do for partnership are never our first choice. Mm-hmm. it's the thing there you go, you know what? She really wants to see this group. I'll suck it up and hang out. Mm -hmm. But the default, that, like you said, that instinctive thing would have been like, nope, I'm going back to the room. <laughs> like, yep. well, but that's got nothing to do with partnership. That would just take care of you. That's it. That's yep. all it was. It was selfish. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a great example. So let's turn this around then, Troy. What? What's a time in your life when you did have that clear yes, but this time you followed it? Tell us that story. Man, it was. <laughs> so here's another one. Remember, I, I talked about at one point, you know, what you invest in is what will grow. Yeah. And um, yeah. But another part of that, though, is I like my weekends to, to do nothing, you know, and, and to be relaxing and that kind of thing. But something in my gut told me that there was this big conference, this big relationship, um, a marriage conference. And I didn't want to go at all. Right. But what I did was I said, my gut told me we were at a point where we were, you know, bickering a little bit that we needed to invest in this. Right. We needed to kind of get some new perspectives, that kind of thing. And you know, me, because I'm quote unquote the expert, <laughs> I'm thinking I know it all a lot of times. But my gut said, no, something, something's here. There's a reason it's coming to this city. There's a reason I know some of the people going. I need to do it. And let me tell you something. We went, we went from, after, after that conference, we went from bickering to like next level love that next day. And we made up for all the things we were bickering about. Um, we we ended up just feeling closer because I think we had invested in each other and got some things off our chest that we needed to because mm -hmm. that's what a lot of the conference was about. And so I followed my gut instead of my you know selfish instinct, which is to stay home and don't bother me, you know, on the weekends kind of deal. And um, we invested in our in our marriage. And I'll, I'll tell you what. It, it it helped a whole lot and it got us out of that negative season that we were in because they're all, you know, relationships are all about seasons, right? You got to survive mm -hmm. the seasons. And so um, that's, that's what I did. And it worked. That is a great example. And, you know, I, I really appreciate you being so candid about the fact, like you said, you're like, you know, I'm this relationship expert and we can get caught up in those things when it's like, we all need help. Yes. We all have times we've got to go through. So the fact that you, you know, got over that, 
ego and persona and said, okay, this goes against everything I want to do, but mm -hmm. my gut says it's what I need to do. Well, think about it like this too, Ken. What man wants to go to a marriage conference? <laughs> I mean, think about that. I mean, you rarely see any man wants to talk about a relationship more or less go to a conference somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a great example. Great example. Thank you so much for sharing these stories, Troy. Mm -hmm. No problem. Author Scott Stabile joined us and shared a really powerful story about you know, so often we move forward with something for all the wrong reasons. And we give these reasons more power than that guiding force inside of us. Well, Scott, amazing interview. Loved everything you were sharing there. And, and I want to ask you to help us with one more thing. And that is, would you help us illustrate the importance of following your yes, your inner guidance? And... The way I'd like to approach this is actually if if first you would share with us a brief story of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment you didn't really realize you had a yes. But then you look back and you're like, well, that was pretty clear. My gut was telling me exactly what to do and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Yeah, a job comes to mind uh, in, in when I was living in San Francisco and... I got a job at this branding company and I got a job because I was brought in as a part of a focus group. They did a lot of focus group stuff to like test products and I I went to the focus group and the office was really cool and I liked the way that they were doing what they were doing, at least what I what I thought in the moment. So I went in for an interview and the interview was a little strange, but what was most strange to me was the way the others who were working in the environment felt. So much so that a woman, the second woman to interview me that day before I left, pulled me aside and just said, made it clear that this was not an easy place to work and that she wasn't going to be working there much longer. And it was like, in some ways, it was almost ridiculous how clear life was being with the messaging saying, don't take this job, <laughs> you know, do not take this job. And my gut was telling me, this is this is not going to be right. This is not going to be right. But I was kind of caught up with because it was a really kind of funky, cool seeming San Francisco company at the same time. And I needed a job and the pay was decent and all of those things, you know, that come into play when we're deciding about jobs and things like that. And I ended up taking it and for three months being incredibly unhappy and only lasted there three months and uh before before leaving um and and every point along the way was a reminder of um just that i ignored what i knew in my gut was going to be the case yeah and i think we do that often in the in the avenue of work environments i think i i know that i've done that before um so often we move forward with something for I'll say quote unquote all the wrong reasons. It's not a wrong reason to consider your security and need to make money. Those are those mm -hmm. are valid reasons. But sometimes we put reasons that ultimately aren't the most important reasons. We give them more power than that guiding force inside that is the clear no, don't do this. You yes, know? absolutely, absolutely. Great example. Well, let's let's go the other direction then. Take us to a moment. Well, you, you had a clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it. Tell us that story. My book. I mean, I mean, my book is an obvious choice for me because for a long time, I, I had been telling myself, 
write a book proposal. It is time. Get this book, you know, get a few chapters down and get this proposal sent out. Like there was such a clear yes inside about creating this book. And I can't honestly say, yes, I thought that if I create this book, I'm going to get someone interested in it. But those things are are beyond our control. I knew that even if I didn't get a publisher interested in the book, that I could self-publish this book. But that that driving force inside to share my experiences, the times in my life that have kind of rocked me from my center and the way I found my way back and connecting that to love and all that love invites into our lives, that was such a powerful, strong yes inside. And I and I did it. And it wouldn't let up, even though I was procrastinating, even though I was ignoring putting the proposal together, even though I was trying to convince myself, oh, no, maybe you're not supposed to write a book. No, 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 no. That 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 intuitive yes inside is what really got me to just sit my butt down in front of my computer and make this proposal happen. And then ultimately not just make that proposal happen, but fine tune it, make sure it was good and, and eventually get it sent out to publishers. Um, and this book exists in great part because of that clear yes inside that, that I allowed for and followed. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, and like you said, even when you procrastinate, your yes doesn't go away. <laughs> it's still there. It's still there. You know, it's, it, it really is. But I do, I will say one thing to that, Ken, I found, and at least creatively speaking, I found that sometimes if I, if I have a if something I feel strong about it's this great idea, sometimes if I don't take charge and go with it and explore what that idea is inviting from me, sometimes it does kind of fade away. I mean, in the sense of creating a book, that's something different than the a story idea that if you but sometimes if I haven't capitalized on the creative energy around a very specific creative idea in the moment, it's not always there for me later. And that's okay too. You know what I mean? That just, that, that just tells me, well, I don't know what it tells me, but it, you know, we're not meant to, to act on every single idea that comes to us. And that's okay too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. Yeah. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. 
I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday. So make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.